In this episode, I sit down with my friend Jordan to talk about all things TRICARE, EFMP, ECHO, all those big name programs that honestly I know nothing about, but I've only heard whisperings of. And so without further ado, let's jump into the show. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit, but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to Call to Marriage. I'm here with my friend Jordan. And Jordan, if you want to just introduce yourself real quick, who you are, how long you've been married. Um, I'm Jordan. I've been married for nine and a half years. Uh, we've My husband's been in the military for almost 11. He was in the Marine Corps for eight years, and then he decided to transition to the Army almost three years ago. Which is great. (laughs) So part of the reason that Jordan is on the show today is that she has a really unique perspective on TRICARE and EFMP and getting help and figuring out just sort of this really ambiguous topic. And so Jordan, if you just want to kind of tell a little bit about your unique, unique story, and then we'll kind of dive in with questions. Okay. So my daughter started out not meeting a lot of her goals when she was about three months old. We brought it to her doctor and they wanted to wait until she was about six months. So when her six month checkup came, she still wasn't meeting all the like normal goals. And they kind of suggested us to do PT, OT speech, and then get in with a neurologist and ophthalmology. And we did all that. And we got in with the neurologist, did an MRI. And once we had the MRI results, we we presented them to the doctor. He looked at them. It was a rare situation. And he kind of helped us navigate to the different types of programs that would benefit us and our unique kind of situation. Yeah, no, that's that's great. So what were some of the, the programs that he may have directed you to? So the first one that he directed us to was EFMP, which is the Exceptional Family Member Program. And with that, I know that you have to have cert- you have to meet certain criteria. It's like you can fill out the paperwork, anybody can, but they have to meet certain like criteria, yeah. yeah, criteria and stuff like that. So with our situation, she has a chronic illness, so because of that, we instantly like met it. Mm-hmm. And um, also with EFMP, if you're in a unique situation, you can get ECHO, which ECHO is the extended care health option. And with that, it's financial assistance for different types of stuff. So for example, um, ECHO helps us with my daughter's diapers. Like she's outgrown all the store-bought diapers. So we pay off of a um, a rank-based, uh, like they, they do it in different uh, brackets of your rank. So you pay that much. So like, for example, um, when he was a sergeant, we were paying like $27 a month for diapers and they were delivered straight to our house. And then other things that they cover 
our like equipment. If TRICARE will not buy certain stuff for equipment, ECHO will pick up the rest of the cost That's for awesome. that stuff. So it, it just depends. Like TRICARE will, will some, like submit it and then if they won't, they'll submit it to ECHO and then ECHO will pick up the rest. So we've talked about, or you mentioned three different things. So yes. EMFP, <laughs> ECHO, no, ECHO and TRICARE. So how would you bucket those three things? So I know, I think a lot of people have heard of the word TRICARE at least and maybe yes. understand that that's sort of the military's health insurance yes. plan. So is EMFP its own health insurance plan or is it bucketed underneath it's TRICARE? Bucketed, it's underneath it. So you have to have, for one, we have TRICARE Prime. So I know that there's TRICARE Standard, Retired, and Prime. So we have Prime. So we go to the doctors on post and then the doctors on post have to give us referrals to go out in town, but without the referrals, we can't do anything. And sometimes that's a blessing because you just have to wait a little bit. And like, if you talk to them, they'll help you get to the right people. But with TRICARE, you get TRICARE, you see your provider, your provider will suggest if you, if they think you meet the criteria for EFMP and then with EFMP, they will also come to you and say, Hey, you meet ECHO's criteria as well we're going to kind of put you under that. So it really goes TRICARE, EFMP, ECHO. Okay. So it all kind of like stacks on yes. top of each other. Yes. But they all connect into the yes. bigger TRICARE yes. world. Yes. Okay, that's awesome. So when you were going through that enrollment process, what was that like for you? Did you find it really difficult or were, did you find a lot of support and help to get you through that process, the enrollment process? The enrollment process was really kind of stressful in the beginning because I don't think any person or parent wants to really – have to do that right but once I knew the benefits of it and talking to the person they have EFMP has their own like case managers for that where they help you enroll they help you submit and then they also check on you to make sure you don't if you need anything so I mean having somebody there really helped me get through the process make sure I met all the boxes but it's mostly you fill out your information about your child and everything or yourself if you're going through EFMP and then your doctor will also take the notes from all the providers that you see and they will fill out their portions and then they submit it to the EFMP caseworker and then that starts like the whole process. Gotcha. So you mentioned a little bit of maybe a benefit of EMFMP is having um, a case manager. And so on top of having a case manager, what are some other benefits that you've seen from being enrolled in EMFMP? Um, <laughs> uh, well, with once you're enrolled and you're so, like you've got the approval and everything, you get your own EFMP caseworker in the hospital with your doctor. So, for example, because we have a provider on post, we also get the case manager, and the case manager works close with the doctor. So, any questions or concerns or tests or whatever I need, like right then and there, I can call my case manager. She will talk to the doctor. The doctor will get back to her and she'll call me. So it's kind of like that extra yeah. benefit of having it because if it's a crisis, then she can help me kind of navigate. Or if I call the doctor and I'm like, hey, we need this, this, and this, sometimes my case manager can help push that further so we can get it done faster. So it's just nice to have that person in between so yeah. that I don't always have to talk to the nurses and then have to wait a long time to get a response. Right. And it almost seems like they kind of act like an advocate then in that sense yeah. too, because they're helping you kind of work through things, maybe more streamlined and efficient than yeah. you would if you were just going at it on your yeah. own. Yeah. And they know your case. So they have everything, you know, there's one case manager per provider, I believe. So, I mean, they know that whole provider's case. So it's not like they're going to, you're going to call and be like, Oh, I don't know who you are. Maybe you're with this person. Like it's that provider's 
case manager. So not only is it streamlined and efficient, it's consistent yes. too. Yes. That's awesome. Um, so you had kind of mentioned too, though, that there earlier when we were talking about there may be different kinds of case managers and behavioral and things of that nature. Yeah. Can you kind of like maybe talk about the differences with, with those and how they kind of tie into everything? So with my daughter, hers is more, like I don't know how to say it like exactly, but hers is more health-wise. My son is more behavioral-wise. Mm-hmm. And so like with her, her doctor has her case manager and stuff. But then my son with his like ADHD, they also have a case manager just for that part. But if you have both of them, I'm sure you could have both case managers to like kind of help with the different situations. But I know that with here at Fort Campbell, you have them separated. You have, they're not even in the same building. So yeah, like behavioral's on one end of the hospital, the pediatrician's on the other side. So they're not even in the same building. So they might not even be able to like help you, but having them on each side kind of helps. Yeah, definitely. And I think, too, with what you were saying in just having kind of someone there when you need them and mm-hmm. things of that nature, especially in a crisis yeah. situation. Because it's hard sometimes. Family. It's hard. Like, getting through to the appointment lines or getting exactly to the nurse in general is so hard. And But having that extra person there because you're already dealing with so much, yeah. like, it's nice. How has it been with all that going with, with COVID and everything? Because oh, I know that great. the hospital getting an appointment here has been crazy I mean, in general. And so they, I don't know how they've been good. Like uh, we had a little bit of a, a problem pop up a couple weeks ago and the doctor responded with a phone call that next morning. She was great. Like I was able to call the nurse advice line because that's always there with TriCars, the yeah. 24 hour nurse advice line. So with the 24 hour nurse advice line, they actually scheduled me an appointment with her provider the next morning, which was great. So I already had that on the books. And then, talked to the doctor. The doctor started working on some referrals that we needed. And then I had a couple extra questions that I couldn't get to the doctor. So I called her, her case manager, told her everything was going on. She wrote it down. She went to the doctor. A couple hours later, she came back and called me and said, okay, we got this submitted, this submitted, like she wants to do this, this, and this. So it was really nice that it was done within a day. Sometimes it can take longer. Like I'm not saying it's always going to be done in a day, but the fact that I got answers immediately or within a timely manner was great. You have a team. Yeah. You have a team yeah. of people. Yeah. And they're, they're great. They want to help. They already know the struggles that I go through on a day-to-day basis. Like they don't want to make it prolong and just stress out even more. Definitely. So I know we have been talking a lot about positive things yeah. and it makes it hard to imagine there being any negatives. But I also know just from things I've heard and people talking and and hearing things. There's a lot of people I think that are nervous about enrolling in EFMP because there's this idea that if you enroll in EFMP, you're going to harm your service member's career in some way because I think there is a belief that EMFP is limiting. Um, And so if, if you were to hear that, what would you, what would you want to tell people about that? Or why do you think they think it's limiting? Um, or for, both. Let's answer for, both parts. For for us, I don't think for my situation, having EFMP hasn't limited my husband from doing anything. So when we were in Alabama, we didn't have any close doctors near us. And one of the great things that we got to do with EFMP was travel all the way to Pensacola. That was a two and a half hour drive round trip. 
the FMP reimbursed us for over 60 miles. So we got paid to travel with her and I got paid for an adult meal and stuff like that. And I mean, there, I'm, I mean, it depends on your situation. Like if right. you're willing to travel and do that kind of stuff for your kid, then you can do it. And then, you know, we never had any desires to go overseas, like to Japan or Korea or stuff like that. So I think it depends on every situation, but I think the biggest thing that you have to look at is talking to your spouse, see what they want, like where you're at together. So I haven't really experienced any negativities. I'm sh- I'm sure there's lots, but I think it's just on your situation and how you, how you handle it all together as a team. Like, I think it takes more than that because my husband's been very great and we've talked about the places we want to go and the places we don't want to go. And I think with EFMP, I know with the army, they kind of give you your your top choices. So like with EFMP, like it's great. We can choose like which ones we want for our daughter's health. So I don't see any negatives because I haven't experienced really any negatives, but like I said, there could be negatives. Right. I think, I mean, it's, 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 it's case to case basis. Yeah. It's like, it really depends on the specific situation, but I think the, the, the idea that it can be harmful, I I think think too, like there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of, a lot of negative stories. And I think that's part of the reason why people are scared is because there's so much negativity about it. Yeah. When in reality, it's, if you want to do the best thing yeah. for your child or even yourself, yourself yeah. it's it's a fantastic resource to have. Yeah. Because I do know that we had a friend who had, um, I believe she had diabetes and they couldn't go to Japan. And that kind of was like, what do we do? Do we, you know, where do we go? And of course, you don't want to be away from your family. But at the same time, that sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what to do. It's kind of, you know, a rock and a hard place. But I mean, we've never been handed that situation. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. No, it is a case-by-case basis, but I think to rem- remind and, and be reminded of all the benefits of it and the importance of it. There's a lot that people don't know about yeah. it. Yeah. There's just so – like, I think one of the biggest things is just talking to your case manager or any of your case managers, like, the ones that are handed to you, ask them the questions because if you don't ask, you'll never know. Right. Exactly. So you talk about the case managers, and, and they seem like an awesome resource. Provide providers are an awesome resource again just for questions yeah I think the providers too for our situation I have always gone with pediatricians and that's been my kind of my take from it is that family like providers aren't always going to like do the best but Mm -hmm. again that's my opinion but like we've always had pediatricians and they've always been great on helping us with our referrals our equipment all of the questions that I've had because they're for my kid. Like right. they are specifically on children and all of her providers that we've had the past three posts have been willing to learn about her case because she's so rare. So they yeah. have taken the time to do that. And I can't always say that for family providers. Right. So are there any other resources that you would say are, are a good route for families to take if this is something that they're having to look at now? Um. I mean, it, that's hard to say because, you know, with social media, it's hard to go off of that. But I mean, our we've we've been I've been very open and I've been very honest with all of her, her providers. I'm open and honest with her therapist. Like, I feel that if you are open and honest and you're willing to talk about the things that are hard, then you're going to benefit. Because if you're trying to get things that aren't necessarily things that you need or your kid needs, then they're going to automatically tell you no. But if you're open and honest with them and 
like you create a plan and you have a goal like together and you include everyone because I include pediatrician, I include her pediatrician on everything. Her pediatrician has access to all of her stuff at Vanderbilt, has all of her access to her therapist, has access to everything and vice versa because in we need to be a team. Right. And, you know, and the case managers can call and talk to them about stuff. So like, I feel like if you're open, you open that line of communication to everyone, it's going to benefit you because then they're going to know if you're lying or mm-hmm. if you truly need it. Like if that's there. Yeah. So definitely like talk to your providers, be open, be honest. It's scary talk sometimes to, to be open and honest. And like, but if they can feel that you're being true, then I think that that's going to help you because I've cried in there. I've, I've <laughs> lost it and they've been there for me. They've been some of my biggest supporters and that's really hard to say for some providers. Cause I know people hate some of these providers and stuff, but at the end of the day, they want to help you just as much as you need help. But if you're going to lie or like demand things, I think that's like the biggest part is like, they're not going to give it to you. And then yeah. you're going to look at TRICARE, EFMP, all of everything negatively. Right. Right. Definitely. So I really think this is a good conversation to have because one, it sheds light on a topic that I don't think is talked about enough and not talked about positively enough when in reality, it's a great program. And so on that and knowing what you know now, and and you can talk about this in general, or you can talk about it with EFMP focus, but if you were to get into a time machine today and go back to the, you know, day one of being a military spouse and what that would look like. What is a piece of advice that, that you would give yourself knowing how the future pans out, knowing everything that, that, you know, now, I think something that I would tell myself is just be positive. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, it is scary. Some of the things that we've gone through, but just knowing that you have a support team, like if you open up, there's people like going in so positive and asking for help and just in every situation like not being scared about it you're gonna get negative stuff you're gonna get well you're dumb type stuff if you ask for help but in all there are good people that are willing to help you and I think that's one of the biggest scary things in general is just asking for help and looking for guidance and I think I would just be open and positive to all that stuff because I feel like if you're negative towards everything it's just gonna make a negative outlook mm-hmm no, I, I completely agree. I think that's been one of the biggest things that even the short time that I've been with this, just being yeah. positive, it helps your outlook so much. There's nothing that you can change in the end. Like, you know, yeah. I, I we've experienced a deployment where it went on an extra two months. And like during that whole time, yeah, it sucked. But at the end of the day, I knew he was going to come home. Right. You know, I didn't want to dwell and get mad because what's that really going to do? It's not going to change him coming home any faster. Yeah. So I think just trying to be positive in every situation, whether it's good or bad is the, is what I would just tell myself. I mean, it took me a while to get there, but after getting there, it's changed a lot and it's made it better. That That's great. And I think that's just a really good takeaway and a really good place to end. And so I just want to thank you so much for coming and for chatting and being so open and honest about yeah. this. Um, thank you so much to um, the listeners. I know that this has been a series that has created a lot of discussion. And so I'm so excited for that. If you have a question or if you would like to ask a season spouse something, you can email me your question at ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com. And we will pull it into the next episode. I am so excited for this series. So again, thank you so much for talking with us and I will talk to everyone else later. Bye.